We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATB Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. Look, today we're on Ezekiel. Hello, Kenny and Tammy. How y'all doing? Today we're on Ezekiel chapter 11. Now, see, yesterday we was doing Ezekiel 10. And remember how sad it was yesterday when it talked about that man taking the coals from the cherubs? We talked a lot about the cherubs. Okay, so today in chapter 11... Uh, we are going to talk about false prophets and the remnant. Now listen, just because it's the Old Testament does not mean that it does not relate to today. Why? Because this is the same God. I know there's many people that preach Jesus came and did away with God the Father, but it's not true. God the Father is still God. He is holy. And he has, you know, standards and whatnot. So, uh, in this book of Ezekiel, he's talking about the judgment that's coming to Israel because of their apostasy back in those days. He talked about uh, their sin and what they did to uh, really make him mad, basically. So today we're going to study what does God say about the false prophets and all that. Let's see here. Now remember in chapter 10 where it says, The glory of the Lord departed from off the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubims. And then the cherubims lifted up their wings, mounted up from the earth. Good morning, Miss Eliza. In his sight, and they went out. Okay. So basically, this is the glory of God leaving. And so yesterday we talked about how sad that is. So let's go ahead and start here in 11. Moreover, the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the east gate of the Lord's house, which looks eastward. And behold, at the door of the gate, five and twenty men, among whom I saw... Jezanel, the son of Azur, and Pelatiah, the son of Benaiah, princes of the people. Then said he unto me, Son of man, this is how God talks to him, These are the men that devise mischief and give wicked counsel in the city. Now, bride, you have got to pay attention to this because he is pointing out who the reason that he's judging all of Israel. Remember, he told them when they went out to attack the city, he said, I want you to go to the house first. My house, the church, the temple, the synagogue. 
and judge the leaders first and then after the leaders was the elders so it goes from the top down now in this book it gives a good example of why God has these feelings uh, towards these false prophets okay there's a few things uh, well let's read this and then I'll give you my notes okay so he says they give wicked counsel in the city which say it is not near let us build houses this city is the cauldron and we be the flesh therefore okay so basically let me tell you what this is saying this is saying they're prophesying blessings that all is well when it is not they have hardened the people in their sins. So they're uh, giving wicked counsel. They're telling them judgment's not coming. Uh, don't pay attention to those people preaching judgment. Uh, we're continuing forward. All is well. Okay, so... This is what God says. Therefore, prophesy against them. What? Call them out? Are you kidding me? Expose them? Not God. That's what he says. Prophesy against them. Prophesy, O son of man. And the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me and said unto me, Speak. Thus saith the Lord, Thus have you said, O house of Israel, for I know the things that come in your mind, every one of them. You have multiplied your slain in this city, and you have filled the streets thereof with the slain. Now let me tell you what that is, bride. It's right here. It's vain confidence because... If you do not warn the sheep, the death of them is on your hands. And that is for every Christian. Not just false prophets, not just preachers. But us. We need to warn people to turn from their wicked ways. Get it right with God. Because judgment is coming. And why is that important? It's because... Uh, it's bigger than ourself. What's happening in our country, you know, uh, is bigger than ourself. And don't forget, Brad, that judgment, judgment is a correction. It is lining people up to the way that God wants them to be. It is whipping them a little bit, pulling his hand back in protection. Okay, whipping them. Okay, so he says, Thus saith the Lord, thus have you said, O house of Israel, for I know the things that come in your mind, every one of them. You have multiplied the slain in the city, which means their blood is on your hands because you're not warning them. And you have filled the streets thereof with the slain. Therefore says the Lord God, your slain who you have slain in the midst of it, they are the flesh, and this city is the cauldron. But I will bring you forth out of the midst of it. You have feared the sword, and I will bring a sword upon you, says the Lord God. Well, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. Weak ministers. Politically correct. Ecumenical. Coexisting. It means they're afraid of any type of correction, judgment, uh, answering to God type of deal. Okay, they have blended with culture. Did not want to defend God or His laws. They didn't want to stand up to heresy. They didn't want to stand up to sin in the church. They didn't want to, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't want to stand up to... Since all of society is accepting all these sins and everything seems okay, 
they're just playing along with it. They're mixing in the church. And see, that's what we cannot do. I know I keep saying that, but we cannot mix in the church. I mean, even in our own lives, but in the church we cannot mix. Like this, having this uh, Beyonce mass where people are coming just to hear Beyonce music at church. That is a stench in God's nostrils, people. Playing rock and roll music right there on the holy sanctuary platform. It's an abomination. It's mixing. Okay, anyways. So that's what that means. They have feared the sword. And I will bring you out of the midst thereof and deliver you into the hands of strangers. And will execute judgments among you. Which means I'm about to take you captive. And you're going to experience my judgment. Alright, then it says right here. You shall fall by the sword. I will judge you in the border of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord. And this means no more protection of the borders. And the same here. The glory is leaving America this year. Get ready. The reason I wrote that is because of the word that the Lord gave me in January. January 16th of this year. Where the Lord said. Look at that squirrel up there, Brian. You see that? Let me see if I can zoom in. I love it out here watching the squirrels. I guess he went down. But anyways. Uh, so in January when I gave that word. The Lord said. I am writing Ichabog upon ministries. This year. And. You know I had heard the word Ichabod then. I knew about the story. But I went back afterwards and read it. What you know exactly what that meant. And that meant that the glory left. The glory had left. And now that's what this chapter is talking about. The glory leaving Israel. And I want you to picture this, Bride. Because uh, there is a pattern we're seeing here. Okay? Uh, 2018, God's identifying the false. Uh, he's identifying the apostasy. Identifying the idols. Now, I'm just telling y'all my experience with God. He took me across the country. He showed me all this stuff. He told me to do the 40 days, um, you know, praying with this team, casting down the idols. We did the 40 days. We addressed it before the throne. All the idols repented. Then he told me to write these books. I wrote these books that are explaining what the apostasy is and explaining how to get out of it and explaining what the idols are and and the judgments that's coming and the pattern of God about judgment. And then where do we go from there? So, from this is my experience with the Lord of what's about to happen. Alright, so 2018, God is identifying the false, the apostasy and the idols, before the judgment. Okay, and then you will notice through the rest of the chapter that... Here's how God did it, his pattern. He saw it, and then the glory left. There's violence in the street. Remember, we read how they went and killed everybody. Uh, God marked his people. Oh, he's going to protect the remnant during the judgment. And remember, Bribe, we learned what is the remnant. The remnant is the ones who saw the sin of the country. And cried out to the Lord and knew what was going on. They faced it honestly with God. They didn't go along with the flow because everybody else was doing it and it was accepted and it's all blessings and promises and, you know, the falsities, basically. Okay, then he released the coals into the streets, which means the purifying, the burning, then the prophet confronts the false. This is what we're about to see in this chapter. Then judgment. 
I'm telling you, bride, this is how close we are. Okay, so let's go over here. This city shall not be your cauldron. Neither shall you be the flesh in the midst of it. But I will judge you in the border of Israel. Which means I'm putting you on the outskirts. I'm replacing you. And that's what the Lord said in my word in January 16th of this year. Is that he is going to pull out the false. And he's going to replace it with the truth. And that's what he's saying exactly right here. Why? Because they have mixed with the world. So what I believe is about to happen is the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Because he's about to do a major shift in the kingdom. He's going to expose the false. Uh, some of them will die sadly, etc. Okay, so let's go here. Alright, and you shall know that I am the Lord. And you know, bride, God says that time and time again when it comes to judgment. He wants to know, do we know that He is the Lord? What does it mean to say, you are my Lord? It means, I respect you. I honor you. I live by your statutes. I want you to be pleased with my life. You are my Lord. I think about you when I wake up. I think about you when I go to bed. You are before me all day long. You are the Lord. I'm your servant. You know, you're my master. And that to me, that's what the Lord is. Okay. For you have not walked in my... Well, here we go. You have not walked in my statutes. What? All these ones teaching you don't have to worry about sin anymore? I heard this through Joseph Prince just yesterday on TBN. He was saying about that false grace narrative. Oh, look at... Oh, that's the prettiest bird I've ever seen. Just flew on my porch. But anyways, uh, he was saying that grace, that you don't have to, basically that you don't have to worry about anything because grace covers everything. It was just sad. But anyways, okay, so you have not walked in my statutes, neither executed my judgments. What do you think that means, bride? It means telling people the truth. Telling people the truth. But have done after the manners of the heathen that are round about you. Good morning, Rebecca from Houston. What does this mean, bride? They have mixed with the world. They have accepted the vomit of the nation. That's what, exactly what that is. After the manners of the heathen that are round about you. They have flowed with culture. They have adapted to culture. They have become more like the world than more like the way God wants them to be. They have infiltrated even to their skin. Like today. Tattooing from head to toe. I mean, you cannot tell the difference between the world or the church. That's what's happened. After the manners of the heathen that are round about you. And it came to pass when I prophesied that Pelida, the son of Beniah, died. Alright, bride, I just want to say this. He saw the power. And this will happen again. These, I'm telling you, what we're reading and studying in Ezekiel, get ready, bride. This is exactly what is happening to us today, exactly. And God is letting us know by the former what's happening to us now and in the future. So he's saying, God told you, you better prophesy to these false people. 
And look, he prophesied and that guy died. Now what is going to happen when this happens today? When a true prophet stands up and says, Thus saith the Lord, you lying devil. Lying to God's people, telling them it's okay to sin. Telling them it's okay to do that, and then they fall over dead. This was Ezekiel's reaction. Then fell I down upon my face, and cried with a loud voice, and said, O Lord God, will thou make a full end of the remnant of Israel? See, what he was doing was interceding for the remnant. Now here he is talking to the false and interceding for the remnant. Again, the word of the Lord. Come unto me, saying, Son of man, thy brethren, even thy brethren, the men of thy kindred, and all the house of Israel holy, are they unto whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Get ye far from the Lord, unto us is this land given in possession. False prophets telling the people, You don't need the Lord. People, this is what's happening today, I'm telling you. Ezekiel is a book written to show us what is happening today in our culture. We have become so much like the world, we cannot even tell the difference. Holiness. Do they even talk about holiness anymore? I mean, they tell you, all these people that judge you on the outside and look at you and... Uh, you know judge you you need to run from them no they're not judging you they are warning you to not look like the world act like the world smell like the world participate in the world get out this is what is happening here no mixing with the world and that is what God is saying you look like the uh, people here you look like the world. Right here it says it. After the manners of the heathen that are round about you. He wants us to get out of that mess. Okay, here we go. So, these are the false prophets telling them, Get you far from the Lord. Unto us is this land given in possession. Therefore say, Thus saith the Lord God, Although I have cast them far off, among the heathen and although I have scattered them among the countries now this is to the remnant bride what you're about to see here this is to the remnant although I've cast them far off among the heathen and although I have scattered them among the countries yet will I be to them as a little sanctuary in the countries where they shall come in other words, he is bringing them back. He's bringing them home. Therefore say, Thus saith the Lord God, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, scattered and I will give you the land of Israel. What? Remember what I said? Wealth of the wicked laid up for the just. God is about to give the remnant their possessions, their uh, promised land. This is basically what this is. I'm giving them back to Israel. And what did he just tell the false prophets? He told the false prophets, I'm, you're going to lose all this. You're sitting here saying, this is my city. I wrote dominion over here. But they're saying, this is my city. And God is saying, nope. I don't care what you say. It is not your city. It's for the remnant. The ones who know my heart. And is speaking truth. And telling people. And making them aware. 
of their sinful condition condition before my eyes. Okay, so, and they shall come here, and they shall take away all the detestable things. What? The idols. The idolatry of the country. The idolatry of these false ministers. What they are doing out here. They're going to get rid of them. Therefore, and all the abominations thereof from there. In other words, you mega ministries out here that have this platform that misused it, partnered with Oprah and all the new age mess out there. You have brought the world in, vomited on my platform, vomited on my sanctuary, vomited this uh, ecumenical false love uh, lying stuff to my people. You are going to be removed. You are going to be exposed. You are going to be um, the candlestick be removed. Ichabod written over your ministry because of the false. That's what he's saying right here. And they shall come and they shall take away all the detestable things. Meaning these are the people that I trust that is not going to worship idols. They're going to remove this mess from the house and they're, they're going to preach truth. And I will give them one heart and see this verse right here it means a lot to me because i have been grieving in my spirit over unity because the lord told me in 2015 when i left the united states and traveled the country to start off television the lord told me a couple of weeks before then he said uh we are the bride ministries is releasing a new sound in the earth of the sound of unity and when I left, I thought unity meant every Christian. I had no idea there was a false one out there. I thought I was working so hard to bring everybody together. I was interviewing everybody because I wanted, uh, you know, unity to bring everybody together. But the Lord has showed me since he exposed all the apostasy and everything it is not everyone it's a very small remnant and that is who the lord wants me to focus my media ministry on in the future is the ones who speak truth and know the truth so that they can have a voice and the truth can be amplified so this way he says i will give the remnant one heart and i will put a new spirit within you and I will take out the stony heart and out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. That they may walk in my statutes. What? Keeping the Ten Commandments? Uh, following God's, uh, you mean he has rules? Yes. And keep my ordinances. What does that mean, bride? Holiness. Holiness. I found a Bible yesterday from my mother, 1954, her very first Bible. And in the back of the Bible, it said, Holiness means obedience to every word in this book. I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. Okay, so they keep my ordinances and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. Isn't that awesome that even in the midst of judgment, He is going to bless, does that not sound like He's going to bless His remnant? And what He means right here when He says, I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh, which means He's going to heal their soul. That's what that means to the remnant. It's going to be a lot of healing to the remnant so that they can walk in his statutes. He wants them to walk in honor, integrity, in truth, 
uh, honoring him. And then he says, But as for them whose heart walketh after the heart of their detestable things, and their abominations, the idolatry of the country, and the false prophets, and the uh, people walking after their self, I will recompense their way upon their own heads, says the Lord God. That is so sad, Brad, because it's judgment, which means they are going to get what is due to them. And see, I just want to say this to all you that are watching and may be watching in the future. We just read the false, what God said about the false, and what did he say? You have mixed with the world. You have went after the manners of the heathen that are round about you. And you have partnered with the world and preached vomit to my people. You're going to be judged to the remnant down here. What did he say? I am going to bless you, basically. I am going to heal you, and I am going to... Because you will go in and take these idols out and these detestable things. So what the Lord is saying here, during this time, these will be happening at the same time, bride. And this is what we are about to step into. At the time that we are being blessed, elevated, uh, used by God, prophesying mighty things to the false, we are going to see so much devastation, death, sickness, uh, you know, judgment. We're going to see people that are suffering because of their heart of hearts, their hardness of their heart, uh, and they're going to pay a price literally right in front of our eyes. Now listen, I'm telling you by the Spirit, this is very, very serious because God will be blessing us, which the Lord gave me a vision of this. I saw Obama, you know, uh, on the Olympic stage. This was, I don't know, I guess back in 2013, yes, 2013. <clears throat> October of 2013 I had this open vision and I saw Obama on Olympic stands like this he was on the uh, gold one and then over here was an eagle and over here was a bear and so I saw out of Obama's mouth two swords like this uh, which I knew one sword was to America, the other sword was to Russia, which told me it was like, you know, a double-edged sword lying out of both sides of his mouth, basically. And behind Obama was all these different catastrophes. There was, I drew like a earthquake, tsunami, tidal waves, pestilence, uh, famine, you know, different types of things. But underneath the Olympic stands was a dome. And under the dome was shiny green grass with beautiful gold crosses. Plush green grass with beautiful gold crosses. Which told me, while all this destruction and sadness and judgment's happening, underneath the remnant is going to be protected. We're still going to see all this mess. And we're going to experience it because it'll be a lot of it. It'll be our loved ones and stuff that are in rebellion to God. And we are going to have to uh, have love and represent God's kingdom correctly while these people are suffering. And there's going to be a lot of persecution to the Christians because they are blessed. They are not in the suffering zone, basically. And then above Obama... And all this destruction, I saw another dome, and this dome was plush green grass with the Israeli flag in it. So the Lord, the way I felt that vision showed me is that 
when the judgment's poured out, the Christians will be protected in Israel. Uh, so the, but it's backed up right here. This is what God does in this book. Alright, so let's see here. Let's go back here, verse 21. But as for them whose heart walketh after the heart of the detestable things, which is idolatry, and their abominations, preaching this false hope, false grace, false love, that's a big movement right now, this false love, which is inclusive of every type of abominable sin, uh, basically, it's a universal Christ. This is what I reveal in my books uh, about the apostasy. They say they're doing unity in the earth, but it is not the right unity. It is a false unity of an ecumenical origin for a Christ consciousness. It's for a universalist religion. It is not the Jesus Christ of the Bible because... Jesus is holy. What? No mixing with the world. What did God just say right here? After the manners of the heathen. There is no way Jesus would cause people to mix with the world to try to win souls. To do abominable things saying they're winning souls. Going out and doing psychic activity at these... Uh, you know, all these big uh, gay events and Bonnaroo and all that. And they're going there saying they're ministering, but they're doing it all disguising Christ. Please. And you're saying you're giving them spiritual readings and, and giving them tattoos and doing all this other stuff. And you're doing it to minister people. That is just vomit in God's eyes. That is gross beyond measure. That is gross. You are mixing with the world. That's what the word says right here. The false prophets. You have done after the manners of the heathen that are round about you. You have mixed with the culture. That is a false prophet. The remnant. It says here the remnant. They are after God's heart. They will do away with detestable things. And all the abominations. Okay, let's get back to the scripture. So we're on verse 22. Okay, it says, let's go back 21 because it says here. But as for them whose heart walketh after the heart of their detestable things and their abominations, which is the apostasy, idolatry, mixing with the world, vomit, I will recompense their way upon their own heads, says the Lord God. This is judgment to the false. Then did the cherubims lift up their wings. Listen, I, this just... Whew, and the wheels beside them. Remember, bride, I taught you yesterday. The wheels is the spirit of each cherubim. That's what the word says. Within the wheels is the spirit of the cherubim. Whenever the cherubim moves, the wheels move with it. Then did the cherubims lift up their wings, and the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was over them above. And the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city, and stood upon the mountain which is on the east side of the city, does that not make you want to cry, bride? Because this is God. He's leaving the building. He is checked out. He's leaving Jerusalem. The glory has left. And I think it's so amazing that the glory stands. We've, we've read that many times in Ezekiel, where the glory stands. This is him riding on cherubims. It said it many times in the Bible. I think that's pretty neat. It's like his limousine. But he went, goes up on the mountain. Afterwards, the Spirit took me up and brought me in a vision by the Spirit of God into Chaldea to them of the captivity. 
So the vision that I had seen went up from me. Then I spake unto them of the captivity of all the things that the Lord showed me. So I want to review the notes that I wrote over here. We're reviewing how God has done judgment so far. The judgment has not even been poured out yet, bride. And we're on chapter, this is chapter 11. This is him, all the things getting ready for it. And so far, what have we learned? God is identifying the false, the apostasy and the idolatry. And that's what's happening in our country in 2018. He is revealing it. He is exposing it. And it's all because the judgment is about to hit. Okay, then the glory is leaving, which means that's what happened here. All this in Ezekiel, okay, all this that we have read so far is God preparing his people for what's coming. He is revealing it to Ezekiel to show the people what they must do, be in the remnant, or what they must do if they have partnered with the world, become a vomit in God's eyes, uh, bring in the world in the church, etc. So the glory is leaving. Violence. Do we not see that today in terrible ways? Violence. The people are being marked. Do you not see, bride, a separation of the wheat from the tares today? It is so obvious. There is a separation taking place, and that is what's happening right now. Coals being released. The purification of the bride. Many of the uh, remnant has been through the fire. They have been going through purification. They've been going through a cleansing the prophets are beginning to confront the false. We are going to see this very soon, just like what is happening over here. Remember, he confronted the one, and the guy just died as soon as he spoke it to him. Where is it at? Let's see. Hmm, it's over here somewhere. Oh, okay, here we go. And it came to pass when I prophesied that the guy died. We're about to see that again. The prophets are going to, the true ones, are going to come out of the closet. And they're going to just expose them just like the apostles did in the book of Acts. Just like Jesus did in the book of John. And they are going to confront the false, and they are going to say, Thus saith the Lord, You have lied to my people long enough. God will not put up with this. Judgment has come to the house of the Lord. And then the judgment. See, we are right here on the edge of this judgment. Now, picture this. When you have the false who tells them, Don't worry! Judgment is not coming. That's what they said over here. It is not near. Let us build houses. Let us take over the world. Nothing's coming except the glory. That's what they're saying. But bride, it is not true. The writing is on the wall. It is here. The writing is on the wall. We must detach from the apostasy. Come out of it. Separate yourselves. Stand up for truth. You know, God actually rebukes them for that in here. For not standing up for Him. And not standing up for His righteousness. Standing up for His holiness. We will answer for that. We will answer for that. Because God wants truth. And I want to show y'all something. You know, this is my little prayer closet out here. 
And I want to tell you something that the Lord has revealed to me. Okay, see these trees out here. And you see this beautiful country land. Did you know that these trees will answer to God for what happens on the land? The very land answers for the sins that take place upon it. I have questioned and asked God, why is that? They don't have anything to do with what happens. But do you know it talks about it in the book of Revelation and many other places in the Bible that the land will get revenge itself on the sin? These trees will get revenge. This land will get revenge because of the sin. Now, picture this. Okay, the words that come out of your mouth, bride. They are literal, like, active agents. Do you know your words attached to these trees and stuff? Oh, you could hear them, Rebecca? I was busy. I didn't even hear them. Yeah, you can hear the birds out here. But your words, bride, they attach to the trees. They attach to the walls. They attach to substances. That's why when you go in a hotel, you need to clean house. You need to say, I have come in here and I take dominion over this room. And so every one of you evil spirits are, that are here, you need to leave in Jesus' name. But anyways, this earth, that's why earthquakes happen. They like vomit. This thing that's happening in Hawaii, the um, volcano vomiting, that's what it's doing, spewing lava. It's like the earth will answer to God for the sins that take place upon it. Think about Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, why would the earth have to pay that price? Think about Cain and Abel when the blood cried out to God from the land. See? That's why when we buy a house, bride, we need to bless our land we need to literally speak blessings over that land. And you know, you think about um, Jesus' betrayer, Judas. Whenever he died, when Judas died, he hung himself, right? Why would that land be cursed? Because Judas died on it. Think about this bribe. This land is paying a price for our sins that we're doing on it. And it's really sad. You know, it's almost like we should repent for what we have done to our country. It's more, the price being paid is more than just within our own self. It's our country. It's the land. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty of the I see <laughs> but anyways I pray that today's word in Ezekiel chapter 11 has really blessed you bride and encouraged you that the Old Testament is a picture of what is coming so we have got to pull out be aware of our surroundings and guess what come to me yesterday bride I heard it through a preacher uh, let's see, I can't remember who it was, but we go to hell for the lack of knowledge. Do you catch on to that? Lack of knowledge. If we refuse to listen to someone warning people about apostasy, we will answer to God for that. We will die for lack of of knowledge when somebody tells you these people are preaching false investigate it yourself <laughs> all you gotta do to find out who's ecumenical is google it it's that easy people don't want to see they don't want to even know if the one they're giving their money to is an apostate person if, if they have partnered with the beast with the one world religion you tell them, I mean, don't even listen to me. I'm telling you what my 
nine months of research is discovered. But you don't have to believe me because you are going to answer to God anyways for your research. Research it yourself. Type in that person's name, the plus sign, and then type in ecumenical movement. Or just type in ecumenical. And you will see. You will see who they have partnered with. And then once you learn who the main characters are in this apostate movement, which I can tell you who the top ones are off the top, is Kenneth Copeland, uh, Bill Johnson, IHOP, which is uh, Mike Bickle, Todd White, all that crew. Uh, they're the main characters. And how do you know? Go over there to Kairos2017.com and look it up. Every one of those speakers have partnered with the Pope, which is forming this one world religion, which Lou Engel just come out and said he was uh, a, not, well, he's, of course, ecumenical, but he uh, is inclusive. See, that's what, they're all forming this new age Christ. That's why they're partnering with all this new age stuff. Anyways, research it for yourself, bride, because we go to hell for the lack of knowledge. So research it and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal to you the truth. Because we're learning in the Word. The ones that were called the remnant in the Word. Let me show you one more time. It was on the previous chapter are the ones who recognize the judgment. Okay, here it is. Right here, this is uh, 9. Where is that? Ch okay, chapter 9, verse 4. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city. This is the guy marking all the remnant. Through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry, for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. There it is. The remnant is the ones who know the heart of God and they know what they recognize and they're honest with God about the condition of their country. We should care about our country. You know, there's ministers out there saying we should never care about America. We should never speak about America. We should never vote. We should never get involved. We should not be political. People, that right there shows you. God cares about our country. This land will be held accountable to God. And we need to help the land by preaching truth. Amen. Alright, bribe. Well, hey, God bless you. And listen, I am going to get back to my other Bible study, which is in Numbers. That's the BAM, In Your Face Devil Bible Studies. I am going to get back on those today, and we will get back in Numbers. But this one is just my personal Bible study, but it is just too good, so I've been sharing it with you. So I will see you later today with that other Bible study. God bless you, bride.